Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. We are just a few days into April, and April is National Poetry Month. During this month, there is a heightened focus and awareness with poetry. Exploring poetry with your class provides excellent learning opportunities because poetry is not something that is constantly taught or embedded into curriculum. Teaching poetry no longer has to be confusing or daunting because today I am diving in to five tips for teaching poetry. Are you ready to learn more? I will meet you inside. You are listening to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. Learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. With a passion for literacy and supporting teachers, here's your host, Megan Polk from Miss P's Style. Reading poetry, writing poetry, performing poetry analyzing poetry. It is not an easy task, but the benefits of being exposed to poetry are well worth it. This month was created to promote poetry and its role in our culture and society. It also highlights the many achievements of American poets. This month also helps teachers like you increase the presence of poetry in schools. Teachers everywhere can spread poetry and spark a love within students for the craft, a love that would never be present without the exposure. You may be wondering how it benefits your students. Well, teaching poetry enhances students' reading and writing skills. Students learn to read and write in a different way. This new way of reading and writing, which comes with poetry, helps spark creativity among students. They are going to begin trying what these poets have shown them. Comprehension skills will improve as students are challenged to justify their thinking more than ever before. Poetry has tons of figurative language and does not necessarily follow a distinct format. Students are taught to persevere. Poetry is challenging, but with more practice and more exposure, the easier understanding poetry will become for them. And their confidence is going to grow. Students are given the opportunity to challenge themselves, and they will see a reward at the end. Now, the great news. You have all month long to get poetry up and running in your classroom. And I am going to run through five tips that can help make this exploration engaging for you and your students. Tip number one, read one poem each day. Did you know that during National Poetry Month, the Academy of American Poets releases one free poem each day? These poems are released to help expose students to as much poetry as possible. And all you have to do is simply sign up. Can it get any easier than that? So the website for that is poets.org slash poem dash a dash day. But don't worry, I'm going to link to that site in the show notes so that you and your students can get a poem each day. But what I love about this initiative is that you are now exposing your students to a wide variety of poems. They are able to explore with all of this new poetry, 
And you do not have to search for them. You do not have to spend your own time. And you do not have to spend a dime. With the poems that you receive, you can be able to compare them to one another. You can learn about the different styles. You can explore the various poets that have written them. And you can practice reading them with expression and intonation. There is so much that you can do with just reading one new poem a day. And so I really want you to check out that site so that this work can be done for you. Tip number two, explore and learn about poets. This is another month of exploring biographies because in February, there was Black History Month. In March, there was Women's History Month. And now you can keep that teaching going all throughout April. The focus is on any poet, young, old, past, present, black, white, any nationality. But how fun would it be to research African-American poets or female poets? But again, this month celebrates an awareness and celebration for all poets along with their poetry. So incorporate poets from different backgrounds and different cultures. Explore what steps these poets took to become successful. Explore how and where they get their inspiration. This is all really great for students to be able to to learn because they can incorporate what these poets have done and use that for their own writing. Students know the names of famous authors, but they know very few poets. One of the goals of National Poetry Month is to recognize American poets. The same website that gives you a poem a day also offers a wide range of biographies of contemporary and classic poets. So again, I'm going to link that into the show notes for you, but that is it's already done for you. If you are looking for some outstanding American poets, but you're not sure of where to start, try researching or sharing the lives and poetry of Maya Angelou, Mahogany L. Brown, or Robert Frost. You can also include the history of Poetry Month into this exploration. And if you would like an informative reading passage and poetry writing tasks for your students, Also check out the show notes for a link to a resource that your students will absolutely love. Tip number three, write poetry. After you have exposed your students to various poems and poets, a great next step is to get them to write poetry. Poetry is meant to be creative and exploratory, so you should try not to give your students too many boundaries when asking them to write, unless you're focusing on a specific type like a haiku or like a limerick. Allow your students to express themselves and be sure to teach them that there is no wrong in poetry. With this said, it can be easier to pick a specific type and teach children how to write to that specific format of the poetry. I actually do like doing that because it concretely shows the different types and the way that that poem works, but also gives students several opportunities to write freely and expressively in their own way when it comes to poetry writing. When teaching students how to write poetry, it is helpful to ensure that they understand the key parts that they might see, like alliteration, personification, similes, metaphors, 
Some others are imagery, repetition, rhythm, line breaks, and any other key terms that you can find that would be helpful to teach your age of students when it comes to poetry. Tip number four is one that I really enjoy, especially if you are in person, but this can definitely happen if you're teaching virtually as well. Tip number four is to explore with performance poetry. One unique and fun way to explore poetry is to engage in performance poetry. This could involve performing personally written poems by students or poems by famous poets. Performance poetry provides students with another opportunity to express themselves differently through the arts. When performing the poetry, students can explore the rhythmic ways of the poetry and understand why poems have been written in specific ways. They can also allow the tone and mood to lead them in their performance. It is so cool to share with them that sometimes poems are even turned into songs. Additionally, you can watch poets performing their poems. There are some fantastic clips on YouTube. You can stream it, show it, and get your students excited about performance poetry. Tip number five, explore different types of poetry. There are countless forms of poetry that you can explore during National Poetry Month and beyond. That is the key. Exposing your students to as many of these as possible is essential, as it's going to help them understand poetry way better in the future. This intentional exposure to the different forms could spark newfound interest and joy in poetry. A child may hate rhyming poems, but might love haikus. You should provide opportunities for students to read and to write different forms of poetry. Look at poets who compose different types of poetry and look at the performance aspect of this and how performance poetry is different for different poetry types. Whew! I love poetry, and it is just so fun to dive into. I feel like this intentional exposure helped my students tremendously when it came to state testing. They would always have a drama and a poem to read and answer comprehension questions about. They felt more confident reading these two genres because of the amount of exposure they received in April, right before testing time. Hint, hint. So. Some common forms of poetry. If you are not sure what forms of poetry to teach your students, I'm going to share some of my favorite common types, and that could be a great place for you to start. Sonnets. That is just a poem with a structure of 14 lines consisting of stanzas and couplets. Haikus a form of Japanese poetry that follows a structure using syllables. They're usually written about nature, and so if you have the opportunity to take your students outside or to send your students outside if they're virtual, that is just a great connection piece for them to write a haiku. A narrative poem. That is just a poem that's going to tell a story. A limerick. A poem that has five lines and is usually humorous. Those are so fun to write and for students to share. A calligram. Now, this is also, you might know it as a shape poetry, but I like telling them both 
the official name and shape poetry, they're synonymous. But this is a poem, the form of poetry where the letters or the words take the shape or layout of the poem's meaning. And two others that are pretty standard, common, are going to be free verse, where there's no rules, no patterns, it can be about any topic, and acrostic poetry. This is super fun to put into a literacy station or to put into your morning meeting or just whenever you can plug it in, give them a word. This poem spells out a word, a name, a phrase, something, and with the first letter of each line, they're going to describe or explain or share something about that word, name, or phrase. Remember, poetry is about creativity and expression. You do not have to be an expert. You just have to provide the pieces of poetry and allow students time to explore. Try writing a poem together as a class, allow kids to work in partners, and allow students time to share and perform their poetry. As a recap, here are the five tips for teaching poetry to your students. Number one, read one poem each day. Number two, explore and learn about poets. Number three, write poetry. Number four, explore with performance poetry. Number five, explore different types of poetry. So are you ready to celebrate National Poetry Month with your class? I hope the answer is yes. And if you do something amazing with your class for National Poetry Month, I would love to know. Send me a DM or tag me on Instagram and let me know what you're doing with your students. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. Thank you for listening to The Literacy Dive. If you would like to connect with Megan, you can find her on Instagram at Miss Peace Style. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes of The Literacy Dive. Until next time.